What is up, guys? It is the Blue Bloods here, back with another interview. And man, I told y'all we're going nine for nine for North Dakota State's ninth national title in 11 years. And we have another talented running back out of that backfield, Kobe Johnson. You saw him take it to the house in Frisco, Texas, to break open the game for Bison this year and was the all-MVFC newcomer of the year, his true freshman year. Kobe, man, appreciate you joining the show. No problem. Thank you for having me. Oh, man, absolutely, absolutely. So let's go back to your high school recruiting process, man. You know, you I know you eventually committed to the Bison, but who were who, what what programs were recruiting you the hardest, and what was your recruiting process like as a whole? Uh, yeah, to be uh, quite honest, my recruiting recruiting process was uh it was kind of small, it wasn't too crazy. Uh. I had, besides NDSU, I had three other offers, Gardner-Webb, uh, University of West Georgia, and uh, Alabama A&M. And, you know, towards the end, you know, my, my three options, I waited down to the three, and it was uh, West Georgia, A&M, and uh, NDSU, of course. And, you know, after taking a visit, was ever, whatever, uh, I decided NDSU was just a, a good place for me. I mean, made a great decision, two-time yep. national champion now. And, you know, outside of, you know, of course, listen, I would love to be a part of the of that program just because of the winning alone. But what were some of the other factors that led you to North Dakota State? Um, I would say just how different it is up here. You know, being from Georgia, you know, coming up here and seeing snow on the ground and, you know, just how friendly the people were and things like that, it was just very welcoming. So, you know, I wanted a different experience for myself so it was just a no-brainer to come up all the way up here oh man i like it and so this team is so deep man and for you to come in as a true freshman and be one of the leading rushers be a newcomer of the year selection in one of the best conferences in the fcs is an amazing feat for you though man what were the keys to becoming an instant impact freshman and honestly it was just you know going in the practice or, or the film studies with with the ideology that I'm going to get on the field. You know, it was never a time during my freshman year where I was just going to be, you know, content with being redshirted. You know, I, I, I wanted to get on the field as soon as possible. So just going out there every day during fall camp, any practice we had with that attitude really, really helped me get to that spot. Hey, man, it, it paid off in a big way with the national championship, your true freshman year as well. But I have to ask, man, the FCS, you guys as players don't get enough credit. Two seasons in one calendar year, and the teams like yourself that made a deep playoff run had to play more games than anybody in the country. How tough was the COVID season on you and the team? And I know you had to overcome a late injury in the spring season, too, to get ready for the fall season. So what was that process like? Man, it was it was a lot of hard work put into it. You know, as a team, you know, after the national championship game, coach mentioned how many practices we've had this year. It was almost three hundred practices just this year alone. So it's like when you're you're working that hard, you know, it's it's hard to keep. It's almost hard to keep you know your body fresh, your body ready to go. So you know, just staying in the training room religiously, getting in the cold tubs, hot tubs, you know, stemming, icing, whatever it may be. To, you know, keep our bodies ready. You know, uh, our strength coaches do a great job as well with uh, with us in the weight room, which that, that's also going to help us prevent uh, injuries. So, you know, things like that and how dedicated we are. You know, we never lost sight. We never lost focus. You know, even after that, that Sam Houston loss, 
you know, we use that as a chip on our shoulder to just, you know, put our heads back down and just grind it back out so we come out on top again. And you guys did just that. And I'm glad you mentioned that loss, man, because as you know, it's very rare not to win a national championship recently in North Dakota State football. For you, did you guys, was there a different mindset in the locker room knowing that now you guys weren't the ones with the target on your back, but you guys were the one with something to prove this season? No doubt. We definitely had that underdog mentality. You know, after each game, you know, we all there was always doubters, you know, doubting us from the outside. But we knew in the inside what we came here to do, and, and we I feel like we proved that in Frisco. Uh, man, dominant, dominant, dominant win. I had a lot of people tell me they thought Montana State was going to hang, and it was just domination from start to finish for you guys. But one of the biggest things that I give you guys credit for and why I consider North Dakota State the best dynasty in sports is because you guys have done it throughout most, multiple coach, coaches, different starting quarterbacks, different players in different positions, different coordinators. For you, being being in the program, what are the keys to the cult? What are the keys to the culture in the running back room, and specifically because you guys had four or five guys who could lead the team in rushing, even extending to Quincy Patterson and Cam Miller at quarterback? How do you guys get along? How do you guys root for each other and deal with the fact that you might not be the main game plan one week and then come out and be the leading rusher the next week? Uh, just having, you know, a sense of selflessness, you know, not being selfish when it comes to things like that. And, you know, everybody wants to, you know, be the guy, carry the rock and things like that. But when you come to NDSU, especially as a running back, you understand that, you know, from game to game, you know, the leading rusher might change or there might be a game where, you know, say Tameric is snapping, so he's going to – they're going to feed him or I'm having a great game, so they're going to feed me. There's going to be games like that as a – running back you got to understand that and I would just say with us being like as close as we are as a unit already it's not even just as teammates but as friends you know we're able to joke around with each other you know so when think good things happen for each other it, it's natural to just you know be happy for each other so it, it's nothing too too crazy to think about so yeah Oh, man, I give you guys a lot of credit because, I mean, between Hunter Lipke, yourself, Tameric, mm-hmm. Quincy Patterson, I mean, you guys have some dogs in the running back room. And, you know, the other question to go along with it is how competitive is it during the weekend practice between you guys? Because you know that if you don't perform in practice, you your carries could be given away in, in a heartbeat. So how competitive is it during the week at practice? I would say it's pretty competitive. It's not really, like, spoken how competitive it is, but I think we all know in the back of our mind, like you said. So you go into practice and you just, you know, you're just dialed in, you're just focused up because you, you don't want practice to be the reason why you're not getting the carries you want, you know. So just going into practice, get, running every rep 100 miles per hour, doing what you have to do during each rep of practice, whether it's even special teams, you know, special teams uh, portions of practices, I think play a big role as well. So, you know, just giving all out during those periods as well could also, you know, help boost you a little more for those when it comes to Saturday. It it definitely it pays off, man, in a big way. And for you, you know, being being at North Dakota State, man, you've you've been an instant impact freshman. You've had a big a big year this year, of course, with the signature play coming in Frisco, and on top of that, two time national champion. If you had to give yourself a letter grade for your career at North Dakota State thus far, what would you say? I was say I'm a, a years to go, still have a lot to learn. I, I give myself a solid B right now.
that's that's a fair grade. I'll I'll, I'll let you I'll, I'll let you go with that one, man. Sometimes players are so hard on themselves. They'll like give themselves like D's and and stuff like that. I'm like, you guys, gotta give yourselves a little bit of credit. But man, yeah. one of the biggest things. Uh, one of the biggest things I get from fans on the show, especially fans of other teams, because we cover a lot of FCS, FBS football, is why Why would you want to go play in Fargo, North North Dakota? Like that does not sound like a, a destination that you want that you would want to go live, you know, for the next four or five years. But for you, man, if you were a recruiter talking to a young kid in high school, what would your recruiting pitch be to those kids considering North Dakota State? I was thought about saying how, you know, when you get here, you know the people care. You know, the the coaches, they genuinely care about you as a person. They want to get to know you. You know, they, they take the time out their days. You know, the, they bring their families around and things like that. So you get to know who they are away from the facilities. And I would just say also the brotherhood is not, not – not, it's just out of this world, the brotherhood. In the locker room, you know, the, the last we have, you know, in the – um like the little lobbies we have, the game rooms we have, you know, the things like things like that, you know, it, those moments like that I feel get taken for granted sometimes. So I, I would just say, you know, having some somewhere where coaches and the players really care about you, not just as athletes, but, you know, as a person as a whole. Oh, man, I, I love to hear that. And, I mean, one of the head guys that does it so well, and I, he's been called a player's coach on here a few times, head coach Matt Entz, of course, man, has taken over for Chris Kleiman and not missed a beat. Two-time national champion now going for his third next season. What is he like behind the scenes, and what is his relationship with the players in the locker room? I would say there's a great relationship with Coach Entz, uh, He's a funny guy behind the scenes. I don't know if you can watch interviews and kind of really tell, but he's a he's a funny fun guy to be around. He has a great sense of humor, you know. Uh, he's just a like like I say it again. He's a player's coach. He's always you know in the locker room with us. He'll come walk through, joke around a little bit with us, chatter a little bit uh, before pre practice. You know, he's always hey, are you good? You need anything? Like making sure everybody's all right. So I mean, just having a coach like that, it, it just makes it easier to play for him. You know, be able to uh, buy into what they're selling. So I would say that's that's just coaching it's behind the scenes. Man, one of the most successful coaches in the FCS right now. But, man, I want to take you back one more time to freshman year, comparing yourself now. So the freshman Kobe Johnson versus the Kobe Johnson I'm talking to today. How has your game evolved from freshman year to now? Man, I would just say, from freshman year to now, freshman year to now, I wasn't playing as probably as freely as I as I was for, as well. Back then, I wasn't playing as freely as I am now because you know having a more understanding of defenses and just our offense as a whole has allowed me to you know play a lot faster and you know uh, understanding you know as a running back blitz pickup that's, that's a big thing. So I would say from my freshman years to now, that's one of the major things that I've developed is a blitz pickup, being able to diagnose what what blitz is coming, you know, seeing safeties, linebackers, and things like that. And, you know, just trusting my instincts a lot more. You know, that's something that I've been able to, you know, work on more and more as, as time has come. So those would be the main two things I would say my game has uh, evolved since since 2019, definitely. 
Oh, man, you can definitely tell, like you said, it's paid off in a big way. But, man, let's get the fans to know Kobe Johnson a bit more, man. I know a lot of fans love the access to the players and getting to know you guys as people, man. So evaluate your game for me, man. Which running back do you model your game after the most who's in the NFL right now? And it could be a, a previous NFL player that might be in the Hall of Fame or something like that. That's an easy one. Uh, Alvin Kamara, like, that's, it's that simple. Uh, he, as he's actually from uh, <clears throat> around the same area as me. So, you know, I heard a lot about him when he was uh, playing in high school. You know, Norcross, that was a big powerhouse in Georgia for a very long time. So, you know, just seeing him from there to seeing him now, you know, I, I can't help but, like, want to emulate what he does. You know, he's great, you know, with balance, you know, speed and power when he's running the ball. And he's also good with catching the ball out of the backfield. Two things that I feel like as a running back, really like separates us on the field you know that <clears throat> those two things alone can well that, especially pat catching out of the backfield you know that could separate you know uh a good running back from a great running back sometimes so you know just being able to be diverse and and different be able to you know move the rock or be explosive in different ways i feel like that's a very important implement to the game Absolutely. And the way the NFL is moving, man, he is going to be the prototypical running back that they that all the NFL teams are going to be looking for, man. With like you said, with his pass catching ability, his athleticism. But man, everyone's got their own, you know, special pregame routines on game days. So walk me through yours, man. How do you get ready to suit up for the bison on Saturday? Man, so I'm speaking from a, a home game perspective here. So if it's a home game. You know, I'm big on, you know, wearing, you know, a very nice outfit because if you look good, you feel good, you play good. So I wake up, you know, I put on a nice outfit, whatever, go to uh, do all the meetings that we got to do. And during that free time, you know, I'll come back and I'll actually like play the game for a little bit. Just, you know, just clear my mind, you know what I'm saying? Just, you know, not just to relax a little bit. So I'll play the game a little bit. Then I'll head back to the facilities, throw on my earphones, hop in the hot tub for about 20 minutes, get out, stretch a little bit. And then that, that's basically it. Nothing too crazy. Nothing too spectacular. Just, just what I do. Hey, man, if it's working, you don't got to fix it. If, if, it, if, it's, yep. if it's paying <laughs> off in the long run, no need to change it, man. But without giving away all your trade secrets, mm. man, you don't have to give me everything. Just a little bit here. If you're in the open field with a linebacker or a defensive back, what's the number one mistake they can make against you? Hmm. I would say probably trying to tackle low, like trying to chop my legs or something. Or, yeah, I would say that that'd be probably be the main one, trying trying to go low, because uh, you know, uh, working on a stiff arm, working on you know a couple moves that that that's going to defend well against that. So I would say that'd be one thing definitely. I like it. He said, "If y'all want to be on Sports Center top ten, go ahead and try to go ahead and try to chop me. You're gonna end up looking like yeah. Najee Harris jumping over the DBs um, in the national exactly. championship game." Exactly. But, but man, you know, I've I, we've had a few North Dakota State players on here. We've only found one trash talker. That was Phoenix Sproles. He said he talks <laughs> a lot of trash. He said he's the biggest trash talker on the offense. But for you, man, do you talk a lot of trash during the game? Uh, honestly, I do not. I'm more of a, I'm just going to play football. You know, I occasionally, if, you know, somebody does something to me or I just feel like, well, I just made a great play. Let me, you know, get under their skin by talking some more trash behind it. You know, I might do that. But, you know, if, if I get 
get 10 snaps, probably out of probably eight of those snaps. You know, I'm just playing football. I'm not even worried about what the other team has going on. So not really big on the trash talking. I do sometimes do wish I, I would do more, but again, it, it's just not my focus. You know, just, I'm just trying to play ball. Hey man, I, I'd rather have a ring at the end of the season too than talk trash throughout the season. So yeah. paying off, paying yeah. off. But man, you I can th- this question. You can go back to high school. You can pick somebody you face in practice every day. You can pick someone you've played during the season. But who are some of the best defensive players that you've ever faced? Man, that's another easy one. I would have to say Jabril Cox, uh, linebacker. What uh, you know. He's just so long and athletic that it's just it's kind of spooky, you know. I I, I remember here, you know, I'm coming in, you know, as one of the fastest recruits on the team, whatever. And I'm going, I'm on scout team, and I, I think I was running a wheel route out of the backfield, and the way he just like tracked me down with ease was just like mind blowing to me. And like the things he does on the field is he uses his length, his speed, his athleticism very well. And that's one player that if I would have to see again, like in a real game setting, I would definitely be, you know, really studying what he's doing so I can, you know, have a game plan for him. Definitely. Jabril Um, definitely. Oh man, that's a great pick. Him and Michael Parsons are gonna. Uh, him and Michael Parsons are gonna be a problem in yeah. Dallas it, moving forward, man. Yeah. They are freak athletes down there. But man, you've accomplished Definitely. so much as a player already. But twenty twenty two is coming around the corner, man. You guys are going for the tenth national championship in twelve years in North Dakota State history. So for you, what are some of your personal goals for the twenty twenty two season? Man, um, my rushing yards. I would like to see my rushing yards increasing more. That and that would just be me. You know, you know, finding holes and being being more explosive with the ball. So I would say, at least eight hundred rushing yards. You know, with our running back system, you know, it's almost hard to get a thousand. So being more realistic with it, I at least want to get eight hundred. You know, uh, Missouri Missouri Valley All Conference player. That'd be, that that's probably a big one. Um, man, and just I don't know. Also, in the, in the, in the passing game, I would like to you know have you know an exceptional amount of yards in in that category as well. I, I just want to be an all-purpose player, just an all-around player. So I would say that's a big goal. Those are big goals for me moving forward in twenty twenty. Oh, man, I'm looking forward to seeing you chase those, man. But, you know, looking – I know the Fargo Dome is amazing. I've heard it from fans. I've heard it from you guys. I've heard it from other analysts. So, without picking the Fargo Dome, which I know that that really handicaps you in this question, what other team had the best stadium environment outside of the Fargo Dome in North Dakota State? Man, South Dakota State by far. Well, actually – It's between South Dakota State and probably uh, North Dakota because both of those games, the way those crowds were just so interactive, I would probably have to give it to SDSU because their crowd hung in it a little longer than UND's crowd wanted to. So I would say SDSU definitely with their stadium being outside and, you know, not being in a dome or anything like that and for it to be as loud as it was, you know, both times that we went while I was here. It's just it's incredible to me. Both both fan bases, ours and theirs, are very passionate about their team. So it's it's one of the best places to play, in my opinion, if it's not the Fargo Dome. 
I mean, there's so many great environments in the Missouri Valley, even the big sky as well, and all, all across the FCS that don't get enough credit. So I like that. But, man, if you got to play schedule maker, I know your career, you know, only a few more years at NDSU. But for you, what's one FCS non-conference matchup that you would like to play that you haven't had a chance to yet? Hmm. I would probably say it's a great question. I'd probably say oh, they're gone. Uh, <laughs> let's see. I'm trying to think here. I was going to say uh, Sam Houston, but they've, they've already moved up. Um, this is a tough question. I'm trying to think of all these schools. I would probably say Man, there's so many, so many great options out there. I would say Jackson State. Ooh, I like that. That that that's that's a matchup I've been screaming for on this show for like. I, I need that matchup to happen. I I need that matchup to happen. That'd be one heck of a matchup right there. And I mean, great pick. I know yeah. a lot of our listeners are going to like that because we have a lot of Jackson State fans that listen, and they've been asking me why North Dakota State and Jackson State haven't played yet. And so uh, I'm sure that that'll get them talking about what the what ifs of that matchup this year because they're going to be very very good this year as well. Um, but man, last question here. Yeah, I'm, I'm expecting your name to be called, you know, a few Aprils from now when you declare for the NFL draft eventually, man. So if an NFL franchise asks you what they're going to get in a Kobe Johnson, what do you tell them? So, yeah, if the NFL franchise were to, you know, ask what they're getting, I mean, they'll be getting a, a dedicated player to the game, a hard worker, you know, someone who's going to be on time, do the right thing. If they're in, injured, they're going to go to they're gonna hold themselves accountable while while also um get somebody who's who's who feels they they know a little football but is always open and always eager to learn more because i i feel like you're just never done learning in his lifetime so you know as much as you can soak in soak it in and just somebody who's gonna give you their all all the time and they're never gonna leave any doubt never gonna leave anything in the tank there's always just gonna, you know, play their hardest. You know, watch film the hardest, whatever it may be. Oh man, uh, listen, man, I'll, I'm gonna be rooting for you through the process, and I know a lot of Bison are as well. Long of NFL for North Dakota State, man. But listen, I appreciate you coming on the show, Kobe. I know you're very busy, starting the new semester, uh, getting ready for no this next season, and everything like, like that, man. But listen, this time is yours. Plug your social media. Let people know where they can find you. Any NIL deals you may have, you can plug them here now as well. And give any and all shout-outs, man. This time is yours to to talk to the people, man. Man, I was like, uh, shout-out to my, my family back home, mom, dad, sisters, uncle, granddad, you know, um, any friends that may be watching, just want to shout-out to y'all too. And, uh, we got too many NIL deals going on, so I mean, I probably just shout out my peoples, you know, tell them I love them. I love y'all, uh, you know, <laughs> out here doing my thing, and it's for y'all. So. 
Oh man, that's 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 awesome, man. But guys, listen, Kobe's social media is going to be linked below in the description. Go so go follow Kobe on all social media. That's how they grow. That's how they grow their platform, their brand for NIL deals for the future after he graduates from North Dakota State. So make sure to go follow him on all social media, man, and run the views up on this for Kobe, man, and also follow his journey for a third. FCS national title next season, North Dakota State's 10th. And also, man, stay tuned here for more player yes, interviews coming through coming throughout the offseason, man. But guys, for Kobe, myself, and the Blue Bloods, we are out for right now. <laughs>